You are about to experience the Core Academy Podcast. Welcome to the flow. And we're back after a little bit of a break, Brandon. A little hiatus. The Core Academy Podcast records again. It's back. We're back. We're back on the air. What's up, everybody? So. What's up, Mosh? How are you? I'm good. Uh, Yeah, feeling great, man. Uh, We were just uh, recapping the seminar we just hosted at the school. Yeah, Professor Tony came up. uh, Professor Jeff came up. Yeah. We We had three black belts on the mat, Core Academy. We had, I would guess, about twenty plus students on the mat. It was twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we wanted to just sort of go over like what we talked about, what Tony brought, new concepts that we're going to be working on and thinking about, and uh, yeah. So you know, the cool thing was about the seminar. It was it. It's all been part of of the plan from the beginning. You know, we started in June, bro. And when we started, who was on the mat? Me, you, Coletti, Chris. Chris. That was it. Right? That was just about Wolf. It. Yeah, Wolf, right? Um, that was pretty much it. That was, it was, right? Am I missing somebody? Probably, Max. but. Max was around, remember? Yeah, Young but. Max. Um, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> four of us on the yeah, mat, bro. Yeah. But listen, um, you got to start somewhere. I mean, but you have it's, to, right. You have to start someplace. We did, and we started with with uh, the right mindset for the culture. And man, it's happening, bro. We built it. We had we had it was such positivity, such good energy, man. I felt so proud, like being on the mat and seeing all of our our students out there with their geese on, their patches on, sitting there, you know, looking at at, at, at my instructor. It was just, it was awesome, man. It was awesome to host him. And like show them what we've been working on. Well, look, I think we can all agree that Tony's style of teaching is so infectious. Yes. Yep. Uh, he super charisma, man. He he demands the room with such integrity and respect, and I think it it's hard not to be inspired. So I think it was just such a great, like uh, I, I I really loved what he brought to the table too. Was, after after not having been uh, you know up here in a while, he had mentioned you know with with COVID and right. with the situation that had happened in the former academy and uh, you know him not being able to sort of not just train jujitsu with you but be involved as like business partners right. and training partners right. and um part of uh, uh, this association so i think he was just very happy to be yeah to be up there and yeah. it was awesome and you also you're kind of spoiled man because you you've had access to him for years right and what i mean by that is i was looking at the faces of all the new people oh yeah, yeah 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 i've never met him before yeah. and and it was it was just awesome man i was like it was so awesome for me to sit back and be able to absorb that all and know that like the goals that we set are the goals that we get, right? Real example, living proof. 
putting it out there, putting the work in. But it was awesome. So let's talk about technique. Let's talk about um, the concepts. Like, what'd you get out of it? So th- this one's one of my f- one of my f- personal favorite concepts. All right, because I, 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 you know, much like in jujitsu, everything sort of relates from a multitude of positions. But I think like this one, it it just in terms of thinking of a concept and making it into an application, I I like this one because it's simple. So just being able to control on the inside of your opponent and just understanding that always having inside control and being able to understand that swimming in with your hands for the inside also applies to your legs as yeah, well. The, the pummeling aspect. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think basically when what was cool is like we've all understand the idea of pummeling. It's a sort of a basic that you learn and, and uh, as part of a good you know, warm up and drill, like wrestlers have pummeled for years just to get right. warmed up because they're Swimming always, the over under right, right. Yeah, exactly under, shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. having control it's where's back. your head mm-hmm. angle of your head mm-hmm. your arms all put then you mix in your your feet and foot, footwork involved in it and then that you know then that also relates to judo as well and um Take but anyways but yeah, but yeah, yeah but how what what I thought was great is like well we're not just you know we're constantly pummeling we're not just pummeling with our hands or with our heads we're also pummeling with our legs and our arms you know and we're pummeling with our grips and all of those are interconnected in order to be able to get control so that you can not just keep a position but look for an attack right. so I thought that was that was uh well you remember a few weeks ago or maybe a month or so ago we were working on the collar and sleeve yeah. and we started out the class and we we're doing the, the pummeling from the bottom of the open guard. Yes. Seat on the biceps, right? Hand swimming it like that is all part of the concept of what of playing that inside game. Always looking to swim to the inside, keeping one in, one out, redirecting, moving, just you know, the positions and the way, you know, Professor Tony broke it down was, was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he the drilling aspect of it. Yeah, well the the other the other thing that I really appreciated about the seminar is is that a major point that he had discussed for a while was not just being good at like armbar or kimura or triangle, but understanding all of your options from every one given scenario. The chaining of attacks. The, yes, right? the, the chaining, chaining of, of attacks of to not techniques. Yep. Right. So you're not purely relying on um, getting to that one position and right. going for that one attack, right. or, or or knowing like his 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 analogy was like, I would rather know five attacks that are strung together that have uh, uh, that that will answer anything that my opponent will bring to me rather than knowing 10 attacks that don't relate to one another. Right. Right. Simply put. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the cool thing about, about the breakdown and the drills, it was funny because one of the students asked me in the, in the, in the middle of it, they were like, so are we always attacking the inside arm? Or he even said, he didn't ask me that. He made a statement. He was like, so we're always attacking the inside arm. I said, no. We're attacking the inside arm if we're attacking the arm bar or the triangle. But if we're going for the umaplata, the kimura, we're attacking the outside arm. Exactly. Right? 
or we can start attacking the outside arm and the person switches and they bring that arm in and then you swim and pummel your other knee and now you're attacking the outside arm. Right. Right? So it depends on, on what you're setting up. And I saw he, he nodded yes like he got it, but he was even more confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. yes, it's, it depends on the position. But yes, in this position, you are attacking the inside arm to go for the arm bar or jump the shoulder for the triangle. Yeah. If you're going for the Moplata from the same position, you're attacking the outside arm. Right. 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 Because yeah. you're attacking it with the other leg. Yeah. 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 The 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 other um the other kind of you know insight that I I got was when we were doing the um hook grips the sleeve grips with the one knee in and one knee out the sleeve and sleeve yeah so the person who's in guard will swim their arm in mm -hmm. and then they'll have two arms in that are inside control mm -hmm. so now they have they're they're sort of in a, in a more dominant right, situation they're on the inside, right dominating the inside. so the cool thing is is that because they have two arms in, you have the choice which way to go in Right. So you can either go from both directions or from one right. direction. Right. Now, if they go in on one side, then you can only go in from one direction. So mm -hmm. if they only are able to swim one arm in, then that will dictate exactly where you have to put your knee. And if they have both in, then you have the choice. So it's like, it, it was while we were doing it, there was this there was this rhythm to it. And once you had sort of developed the the rhythm, it became um, it became naturally occurring. And the the beauty of that is that. It, there's no other way to do it. It only makes the sense doing it that way. I don't know if you recognize, but that position or, or that, that concept of when someone goes inside and you step on the hip to shrimp out so this way you can pummel back in, mm -hmm. that whole motion sets up inversion. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because you can you can dive your head yeah, you towards and underneath yep. them. Yep. Yeah, I see that. A whole, whole other chapter. That is a whole other chapter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it was really cool. It was really cool to see. I, I, I was wondering if he was going to go into that in the seminar, but I bet you that's that's for the next one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I think he. The other thing that he said that I thought was interesting is that every time he teaches a concept to people, even if they're black belts or white belts, he teaches it the same. Like it's day one. Like it's day one. Right. I thought that was really an interesting sort of perspective because I would find that that takes time to refine and the ability to pick out every important detail from one concept, be able to teach it to both high and low levels and that both are getting something from it that means that you've carefully selected the information that you're going to provide to your student mm, yeah yeah well the one thing that you you can't argue against is if someone has really strong understanding of fundamentals and they have a game that the fundamentals allow them to chain techniques together and attack from one position they understand really well several times before you can even attempt to escape or or change a position it's just it's like fundamentals at its best bro and then some of the best guys out there like like a Hodger Gracie you know they are that their whole game is like just based on fundamentals it's not all about you know the newest Baron Bolo out there or this or that the other thing or or whatever new guard is out there it's understanding the fundamentals, man. Yeah, you know? I've said it before. Hickson talks. Hickson talks about this all the time. Mm -hmm. And Tony talks about it all yeah. the time. He's like, if you get good at the sleeve and sleeve, 
and you start to develop a strong guard and understanding of never letting your opponent dominate the inside. So you always have that 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 knee shield. You always have a foot on the hip. You always have that angle. And we were talking about the other day where you have to create that hole when someone starts to pass. So they yes. fall in the hole and they yeah. don't get you flattened out. Man, all those concepts just build off of fundamentals. Everything oh, yeah. we do every single day. Right. We were talking about the bull rider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the bull or the fighter. Bullfighter. The bullfighter, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The bullfighter. With, he, he puts the bull into the hole. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Steps out the way and he goes running right past. It's, it's, yeah, I'm man. Gonna it was, slam it was cool. on the brakes. He's going to fly right by. <laughs> it's almost like a collar drag, right? That's, it's like you grab the bull by the horns and collar drag and they go flying past you. <laughs> it's cool, man. We had, we had, we had so much good information in that, that, that two hour seminar that it sets us up for the next few months of breaking things down. Cause, you know, I like, I like to take each section and break it down over like a two week period. Yeah, I mean, into the system. I, I had to if I had to go back, he there was probably I would say like five series of moves within that one application of of one in one out. Yeah, this, the yeah, pummel from right. from guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would say there's probably five different. So yeah, there you go. You got a lot right. to dissect, right. and you know. <clears throat> recognizing you know and seeing those positions over again you start to like what you just said like you how you can get to Barambola from there mm-hmm. well there were so many situations in what he was showing me that also saw plenty of opportunity for back takes too mm. yeah so just being able to get out of the you know in <clears throat> if you can't I guess theoretically if you can't dominate the inside then you're going to dominate the in the back. You're going to you're going to wrap around, right? So you, if you're not being able to get fully in the inside from the back or from the mount, you're it, it's no now your opponent you have them in your inside right. control. Right, 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 it's, right. Do you, you, do you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? So you have the hooks in, you got the over under, right, right. You're right. Controlling so, the, the direction they can turn in, yeah, yeah. From guard, you're you're fighting to get on the inside. And then once you have mount, then your opponent is right in your inside. When you even from side body too, I think about inside control and side body. When you have someone, you're always trying to swim their arm through to be able to get their shoulders off the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's still keeping the elbows off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah still yeah, being yeah. able to control them from the inside. Even when you, uh, and a lot of times when you go to pass to mount from side control, you want to swim your arm in underneath their armpit, bring their arm up high right. so you have the inside get the elbow control. Above the shoulder, yeah, yeah, it yeah, all yeah. applies. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about having a systematic way of practicing and understanding jujitsu. You know, you have a success rate because, like you just said, it's funny. I remember, I remember talking to a student about, you know, um, how they did. And he asked me like, like how they did. You know, how, you know, what do you think I need to work on? And I said, following the system. And they were like, What do you mean? I, you know, I, I won the match, and I was like, Yeah, but you didn't follow the system. You know, like you went from side body, you jumped to the mount. In my opinion, it's like you got lucky that the person didn't understand more jujitsu than you did. They weren't smarter than you. They didn't catch you in half guard right. or something. Yeah. And and you didn't follow the system. You didn't kill the arm. You didn't control the spine. You didn't run the hips. You weren't addressing the, the, the inside arm because as soon as you pop over with your, your far leg, now that, that base leg becomes weak as you're transferring your weight. If the person knew what they were doing, you would have been in half guard and had a different fight. 
So he was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like we have a system, and you just explained it, like running the elbow, feeding the gi, you know, shoulder pressure. All those things are, are, are part of our system, which makes people understand the jujitsu better. And at the end of the day, like when you start understanding things, you start getting better at it, it becomes more fun. Yeah. Well, that the from what I've gathered, the system is there and it's it's built so that you don't lose control. So that you're in in meaning like you have a direction to go in. Well, yeah, if you if you all of your all of your weapons are set up for the highest probability of success because you've controlled your opponent to a to a degree where they cannot they cannot do anything because you've solved all those problems so that you can pass cuz generally like you know when i'm on the bottom i try and be patient and look for opportunities to pat to, to escape when you know person's on top i wait in the bottom of what like oh anything you know like if i'm on on, on mount if i'm in mount i'm going to wait for someone to transition or try and go for a, a submission and then hopefully be able to escape at that point whereas like the system is there so that you can't you can't escape yeah right, right i hear what you're saying yeah right you're trying, like, you mean if you isolate the arm and you hit the S-mount properly and the elbow's in the right spot, like, it's really hard for the person to do anything at that point to get out. Right. right? What, 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 again, what did, what did Tony say? I'm going to, I'm going to quote him. The, the best way of getting an arm bar from the mount is not <laughs> losing the mount. Yeah. Right. Keeping the mount. Don't lose the position. Right. Right. So the system is there to not lose the position. Yeah. You got to cook them. You got to cook them, put them in the oven, cook yeah. them a little bit, right? Steps. Yeah, yeah, man. It was it was the seminar was awesome, man. I was uh, I was super happy to see Professor Jeff too. Like I, I know he's one of your favorite coaches. Oh yeah, to train yeah, with. yeah. I I I always I I've always enjoyed Jeff's seminars. Yeah, he's a lot of. He's also, I mean, he he's. This is sort of more my stature, mm, right? <laughs> you know, we're not. <laughs> you can we're relate. Not, we're not like wise. you know tall necessarily mm. but yeah he he it was great to see him and then again it had been a while it had been it'd been you know covid really you know kind of yeah, separated yeah, long, separated right. us from from them when we were used to having um Access them come them, up yeah. regularly yeah so yeah sort of it was a uh a, a reunion of sorts it was man it was great um I, I was just like again I can't even tell you man to see everyone on the mat and we got some really great pictures too like everyone lined up and oh yeah professors I, up there talking the photos looked great right yeah yeah I got some good stuff man and then the 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 gauntlet for uh, for Jeff for his birthday <laughs> you know and I love the fact that we also you know we had some members that that are are um, they're coming back from injuries but they still showed up to support you know I think that's so important um, they use the seminar as more like a, a theoretical lecture time for them where they couldn't really do as much, but they could really watch and still get the information and oh, be part of the group of things. It was abs- awesome, man. Absolutely. I, I'll have to... I, I was telling you this. I'm going to have to go back and rework all the stuff that we did in the seminar because there's no way that I've... There's no way I have it all. I have to practice it. I have to drill all that stuff. I have to... 
you know, that's we got to go back and we have to yeah. review it all because yeah. there's a there was yeah. you know there's a lot of information that that we still have yet to dissect. Uh, at least I I have still yet to process. Well, that's one of the cool things about having you know uh, um, a professor that that runs a very systematic program is we talk about that. We talk about how we're going to implement you know what we learned into the curriculum uh, and continue the growth because you can't just stop and, and just work on one thing. You have to you have to build it in. So we're going to take a certain allotment of class, you know, a third of class, and dedicate that to the positions we worked on, the concepts we worked on in the seminar, but still, you know, work on our fundamentals and work on our, our, oh, our drills and, and get the rolling in. And just it, man, it, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for this week. The seminars always pump me up. It always, we always have a few weeks of like high level adrenaline based classes because you're so pumped off the information and the excitement of having Tony there. Yeah, and yeah. and getting getting to know and learn all that information mm-hmm. in, a, in a practical, you know, manner. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah re, the next the next few uh, next few weeks will be um, will be probably going over a lot of that stuff and 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 implementing 100%, more. Probably. I mean, hundred percent. That's that's the plan. Yeah. A few of the students that that couldn't make it, they were on vacation or whatever, or just just obviously you know they couldn't be here. They uh they they were texting me and telling me how sorry they were they couldn't make it. And I was like, don't worry, I'll catch you up when you get back. Yeah, we were working in the system. Well, I mean, we're we're now kind of back to where we were in some ways. Right. So now we try and stay on the same page uh, as 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 you know headquarters as as, as Team Passos and uh, and Sterling. Yeah. Um, so we so, have the same curriculum schedule going for the season. But now they'll be back. I mean, Jeff and Tony will will, mm-hmm. will have they have the an obviously an open invite and and uh, we try and get we'll them every have, four months. Right. You know? So we'll have plenty of access. Yeah. Three times a year works out really great. Um, this way, you know, we're we're constantly bringing new members in, and the 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 people that show up on a consistent basis keep getting better and. He gets to see them through promotions. It's funny because I got a couple uh, DMs on on uh, from Instagram of students that saw that Tony was here, old students from the old gym. Oh, know? okay. And uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, I saw I saw Professor Tony at the uh, Charlotte Open, and and he remembered me from WMMA, and we spoke for a while, and this and that. And I had another student hit me up. Oh yeah, I saw a Professor in, in Florida at a tournament, and he remembered me from the old school. So it's it's really cool, man. It's really cool." Definitely, the, the, he leaves an impression on people, which is uh, it's kind of hard to forget. I mean, he's such a distinct voice and energy too, you know. Oh yeah, yeah I love it. So yeah, man, we uh, we have a lot of information to put back on the mat. I'm glad to be back on the air. Yes. Um, yep. We'll we'll be uh, we'll be continuing these podcasts and definitely talking about the techniques that we're working on. Uh, I'm excited to really dive into some inside control theory and concept over the next few weeks. And, uh, you know, I think when I was in my, uh, in my, in in the first part of my jujitsu education, inside control was one of the first sort of sparks that went off in my mind in Mm. order to, you know, start putting together the pieces, which I still continuing to do. Right. But inside control was definitely, um, it helped me out. Uh, it helped me out understanding from the top game, from the bottom game, from the guard game, and uh, and I, I I'm psyched to kind of go back and. Yeah, when you say 
inside control. You're not saying being inside control. It sounds like you're saying being inside oh. control. You're talking about having the inside control. Yes. Like fighting yes. for the inside. Yeah, yeah. Controlling the inside. Not right. side control. <laughs> I'm not inside just, control. Just to clarify. Yeah, the word inside. Right. Yes. You want to be on the yes. inside. I want to be right. on the inside. Not the inside. inside control. Inside grips. Man, right. we got to come up with a dis- better d- way of distinguishing <laughs> the, the, those terms. Yeah. That is, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. Well, one of the things we always say, and I don't, I don't know if people connect it the right way, is we always say fight for the inside. Yes. You know, always fight for the inside. That right. That's a concept that, that everyone's pretty familiar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you break it down the way, you know, we did the seminar and, and the way we, we need to, to apply it, it's almost like when, when we shrimp, right? You shrimp out, your hips go out to the left. You escape your top leg first. So if right. your left hip is up, the top leg comes up first. And then you pull the bottom leg in, right? And then you can turn to the other side. Now the right side becomes the top leg. But as soon as you turn on your side and you bring that top leg in, that's your frame. Right, right? exactly. And then your top arm is up. So now there's that wall on the side and the bottom is your ground, right? right. Like that that framing aspect and the, the, that simple drill that we do every single class, every single day that you show up is built in completely to what we just did in the seminar. Exactly. Right? You got to be able to shrimp. You got to be able to stay connected. It's just, it's so cool how it all comes together. Yes. I love it. Yeah, it's full circle all the time. It is really cool, man. Fundamentals at its best, baby. (laughs) Anything else? Anything else? Man, there's always something else, but we're going to try and save it for a different topic. uh, Well, if if you've listened this far, (laughs) if you've been with us this long, thank you. Um, I want to give a shout out, man, to Evan. Oh yeah, Evan Terramoto, man. Yeah, our, for our, sure, our white for belt sure. That just went and competed at the uh, Grappling Industries in Connecticut uh, a couple weeks ago, and he won four out of five matches. Two matches he won on points, two on submission. The last match, he uh, he had a good guy that that you know just capitalized on a mistake that he made when he went to pull guard. He wound up getting on top. The guy seemed like he had really good wrestling skills. I heard him talking after the match was over, and he, he had a, lot, a long wrestling career. But not to make excuses, just to say that he had a strong top game, and he capitalized on it, and he, and he caught Evan. Um, but, man, he did so great. Oh, did so he, proud of him. Did he catch Evan, or did yeah, he? Yeah, he submitted him. Yeah, he oh, okay, him. okay. It was like... Um, it was like a modified uh, uh, baseball bat choke with the gating from the top. Mm. It was it was good. He got him, but it was it was uh, it was just amazing, man. S- Evan's been training for what six and a half months, right? Yeah, yeah. And he went in there and he did really well. And there in this division, man, there were a, a bunch of guys. It was a really it was a big game. it was a big group. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of matches. I remember on that mat. I think I saw on the computer it was like 127 matches just in that weight category. Wow. So. Um, the tournament ran well. You know, it was a really good experience for him. Um, and just again, I just want to tell you, tell him how proud I am of him and uh, how we went out there and represented. And it was really cool, man. I, I saw a bunch of old coaches and stuff. Like you know, it's a small jujitsu world, especially in our little northeastern pocket over here. Yep. But I uh, saw a bunch of people. We bumped into Jamie. You know, one of our old uh, friends from the oh, podcast. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, he wants to come back on talk about some stuff. And uh, it was just great. It was a great experience, man. And it was it was so good to be out there with our new academy name, and you know, having one of our guys stand up in second place on the podium, man, taking yeah. pictures of the medal. Representing, line. yeah, it was awesome. Yep. So, 
That's awesome. Yeah, yeah he's he's uh you know, Evan all the all the young new people on at the school have been coming in consistently, have been training really hard, have been focusing. Um everyone's coming up real quick. We're developing a great culture, man. Yeah, so yeah. congrats to him and and everyone else cuz uh, you know, a victory for one is a victory for all. That's right. Inspiration <laughs> for everybody. That's it. All right, man. I think this was a uh, this was a good little chat. Yeah. Thanks again, guys, for listening in, and we will be back with more. Yeah. Check out their schedule. Check out our our uh, social media. Check us out on Instagram, Core Academy BJJ. Check us out on the web, coreacademybjj.com. If you're in Ridgefield, Connecticut, anytime soon, give us a ring. Come in for a class. And uh, anyone else that's out there that are members, we'll see you on the mat tonight. Nice. All right. Peace. Us. Later. Us. You just experienced the Core Academy Podcast. Feel the flow. Jiu-jitsu for life. Us. <laughs>